1: crime alert i'm nancy grace breaking crime news now a florida mom calls police after discovering 28 videos of her teen son having sex with his former art teacher marie joe gordo taught the boy's eighth grade art class five years before then began a sex relationship with
2: the minor this past summer meeting him in her car And at hotels! Nancy Gordo was not only the boy's art teacher, but also his religious ambassador. Gordo resigned from her position at the school where she taught the boy just as the sex relationship started, taking a position at another school teaching art to children in kindergarten through eighth grade. Gordo has been ordered to hand over her phone to authorities, but the woman has been free on bond since her arrest in October. Gordo, 29, pleads not guilty to three counts
1: of exploiting a minor and federal child porn charges. I wonder how they're going to explain those 28 videos. An eight-year-old girl and her sibling play on a frozen pond. The ice gives way. Both fall into freezing water. An elderly neighbor calls 911 and manages to rescue the sibling but can't reach the girl. As soon as Vermont State Trooper Michelle Archer gets on the scene, she immediately dives in the freezing water, dragging the little girl just eight to safety. Archer and the children warm up in her patrol car until EMTs get there. Both children make a full recovery from hypothermia. The Vermont State Police life-saving award, well-deserved trooper, Michelle Archer. More crime and justice news after this.
2: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: Now with the latest Crime and Justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. Reviving a dormant
3: case against the actor, Alec Baldwin has now been indicted by a grand jury on an involuntary manslaughter charge related to a fatal shooting that occurred in 2021 during a rehearsal on a New Mexico movie set. With the latest, here's Sidney Sumner with Crime Online.
2: Months after they received new analysis of the rifle that was used, special prosecutors in Santa Fe have presented the case to a grand jury. After a day and a half of laying out the case before the grand jury, the prosecution declined to answer any questions. Baldwin's defense lawyers say they will contest the charge. Two crew members were among the witnesses seen at the courthouse for proceedings that for now are shrouded in secrecy. One of the witnesses was at the scene when the fatal shot was fired and the other had walked off the set the day before out of fear for his safety. It was during a rehearsal on the movie set South of Santa Fe in October 2021 that Baldwin, the principal actor and co-producer of the Western film Rust, was aiming a revolver at cinematographer Helena Hutchins when the gun went off, killing her and injuring director Joel Souza. Baldwin claims that when he pushed back the hammer, the gun fired even though he did not pull the trigger. The actor, who has starred in roughly 40 films and TV shows, including Martin Scorsese's The Departed, the sitcom 30 Rock, and the early blockbuster The Hunt for Red October, is now again facing legal issues as a result of the charge.
3: It remains possible that Baldwin may have to serve prison time if convicted. Citing DNA evidence, authorities in Texas now say that a man who died in prison decades ago has been identified as the person who kidnapped and stabbed three girls from Indiana and left them in a cornfield almost 50 years ago. Once again, Crime Online, Sydney Sumner.
2: Although the girls, who were 11, 13, and 14 years old at the time survived the attack, a clear suspect was never identified, and the case was cold until recently. According to the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department, the assailant has now been identified by investigators using forensic genetic genealogy as Thomas Edward Williams. The man was an inmate who died in a Galveston, Texas, prison in November 1983 at the age of 49. Police say that Williams was reported to have lived in Indianapolis at the time of the August 1975 incident, close to the location where the three girls were kidnapped while hitchhiking. According to our friends with the Indianapolis Star, the girls were transported to a cornfield in suburban Hancock County, where two of them had their throats cut and one of them was raped and stabbed in the chest and throat. After the attack, two of the girls were able to catch the attention of a motorist who called for help. It was after the three now-adult women contacted authorities about the unsolved case that investigators reopened it and began testing the crime scene evidence in 2018.
3: At a press conference, the three victims, Sherry Rotler-Trick, Kathy Rotler, and Candace Smith, described how they had persisted over the years in asking law enforcement
1: to identify their attacker. Thanks, John. Army vet Daniel Olson works as a research assistant in Fargo at North Dakota State University's Department of Soil Science. He's a drone operator. When Daniel stops coming to work with no notice, his employers call the family. They can't get in touch with him either. A week later, Daniel's car, filled with many of his belongings, found abandoned three hours east in Bismarck. Numerous searches in the area where the car was found no leads. The Olson family says Daniel suffers from post-traumatic stress syndrome after Iraq and a fellow veteran, Matt Jamison, who served with Daniel, says he hopes other vets will speak up about their mental health so he doesn't lose more friends to the quote, silent killer. Daniel Olson, Army vet missing two years. If you have info on Daniel Olson contact West Fargo PD 701-433-5500 For the latest crime and justice news, go to crimeonline.com. With this crime alert, I'm Nancy Grace.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.